This is Mama Jen, and you're listening to Not There Yet Podcast with PDJR. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining again. This is Not There Yet Podcast with myself, PDJR, and I have my special guest today, my mom. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. It's been a little bit since I was at the house. It's Mother's Day. We're staying busy. (laughs) (laughs) So today I wanted to talk about what gives you drive. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this with you is because all my life I've watched you pursue a career in education while also managing to be a mother of now 19 but you know throughout my life you've you've been you know having kids and then still going to school and you know focusing on the future so I kind of just wanted to talk about that and pick at your brain a little bit get you to you know talk about what drives you and where do you find that purpose in yeah, that 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 is a very uh, interesting question. I'll say that um, my drive, I'd have to think really hard about that, but I can start back to my, a lot of the drive was is I didn't want my family to ever be, or my children to ever feel what I felt as my single mom worked a lot and I was home alone a lot. And so a lot of my drive came from, from that is just my childhood and not having the things there that I needed as a child. And I just, I just really um, pushed hard to make sure that I move forward. Um, but before I had children, I met your dad. And so the drive definitely came right before I met him. I was involved with, um, I was in and out of church growing up um, with neighbors or friends it wasn't family, but the last church that I went to really, really helped me have at least a couple of groundings. I was for sure. And one of them was when I did meet somebody that I was going to go ahead and decide to be intimate with, this is the person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. Um, I've had a few stepfathers. I've had, you know, uh, not real stepfathers, but other stepfathers. And so there was a lot of people in my life that came in and out. And I wanted my children to grow up steady with their dad through anything and everything. Um, And so my foundation and the belief that marriage is meant to last and not give up when things get hard, I think that's where my hardest drive in anything I've done has come from. I used to get told, uh, you know, I was a little backwards. I was a little odd. Um... And I'm okay with that. I still get told that. I mean, not many people I know have as many kids as as I do. And I and before you wonder, I gave birth to everyone singly. Um, there actually was 21 pregnancies and two were miscarriages. And so it's it's been it's never a dull moment. I definitely will say that. But as I started learning more about what life was outside of my childhood home, I realized it's hard. It's hard, but I also was told I was living in a fantasy world. I'd never make anything of myself. I had all these negative statements at me, and when I was younger, I would use that as my push and drive. Oh, you think I can do this? I'm going to prove you wrong. And so that used to be for years my MO, just just to be honest. Now I do it because I love serving. I, I have a servitude heart. 
I want to help anybody and everybody that comes in my path. And I can't always do that, especially once I moved into the education world, because that's a big, that's a big world that a lot of people don't understand until they're in it. What made you decide that that's the field that you wanted to work in? Well, it's funny because we, we were talking on our podcast today and I, I was kind of reminiscing a little bit back to where I started college. And when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, because I was a first generation student, um, I, I didn't have anybody helping me. The, the advisors were not that good back then. So there was nobody advising me what to do. So I kind of was going at it on a loan and I knew I could teach, but didn't really want to do that in the beginning. I didn't think there was enough money that would support the children. Cause when I started college, I already had five kids. Um, and so it's just, I really just said, nah, you know what? I'm going to go into nursing. Cause everybody tells me I'd be great at it. And you know what? I would be a great nurse, but I don't want to be a nurse. When I got to human anatomy and physiology, I dropped it. I just dropped it two, three times. It just wasn't for me. And so I really missed being at home with my children and thought, Oh, well, let me move into mechanics. So I'm going to be a, a car mechanic, work from home. And then I really got a pushback. So that drove it even more as uh, people were telling me, I actually was even featured in the news because there wasn't many females taking auto mechanics back then. And so that just pushed it even further. And what I told them is I can do anything a man can do. That was a, the state of mind I was in when I went into mechanics. I have that uh, recording on the DHS. I'll have to transfer it and put it out there to show <laughs> yeah it's there and so i i've been caught in these moments where people tell me no a man should be working on my car and i was like oh is that so okay well let me tell you different um and that's a side of me most people don't know because i kept it hidden it was just the drive within my mind and um but i did voice it out on <laughs> on that interview I look at I looked at it, you know, the interview later and I was like, oh, my goodness, did I really say that? But I just I just had these drives because I didn't like people telling me I couldn't do things. And when I kept having kids, I got even more feedback. Oh, your bones are going to fall out. The things that people have told me, I'm just like, I could do a whole episode on that. But after that, um, I realized for me, honestly, um, I, I, I just I couldn't make it through the the auto mechanics because of personal things going on at home, which would be a, a setting for another episode. So I dropped that and a year and a half or so later, I got back into college and I did it all online. I went into criminal justice, which my heart and passion was always to help like troubled teenagers or troubled children or, you know, people that have uh, a lot of behavior backgrounds that people don't pay attention to kind of like who I was when I was a kid. Like I wanted someone to, to check in on me. I wanted someone to care that I was there. And um, I'm not saying that my mom didn't, but as a kid, you look at life in a totally different perspective. I know now my mom loved me and did all she could for me when she was, you know, when I was there at that age. But um, her and my dad separated when I was little. So again, that leads back to part of my drive is just my childhood. So criminal justice, I did get my bachelor's. Uh, we had a, started to attend, um, uh, church and they introduced me to Wayland Baptist University and that's where I got my bachelor's um, and it's for justice administration but it's the criminal justice side so it's still in that 
but I loved, I loved learning that stuff. So what I had planned to do, cause if I'm being honest, I didn't know a master's existed until someone come to me, came to me and said, Hey, you're going to go for your master's. I was like, what is a master's? Like I thought bachelor's, that was it. I never understood all of that. I didn't have somebody teaching me. And so when I got there, they kind of, I told them I want to go into counseling. So I want to go into social services, counseling, something to that, that point. Cause I want to help people. I am, I, I, I want to be resourceful. If you ask me for help, I don't know the answer. I'm going to go find it. Like I'm, I'm just a person like that. And so when, when I got to uh, A&M, somehow they duped me from going into counseling into going into teaching and then I could do counseling after. So, yeah. So that's how I got into teaching was through that process. Yeah. And I was there for obviously a lot of that. Because I'm 26, and that's uh, what I want to say. When I remember I was a little kid, you took me to a class. And from then, you used to take me to class a lot. And I would go to some of your college courses. That was, uh, for myself, I was I went to elementary school first through fifth grade. And then I was homeschooled sixth through twelfth. So I got to spend a lot more time with my parents. And I personally think that that did a lot of good for me because I got to, like you, study the way people think. And um, it helped me to develop a lot of the skills that I have today as far as like wanting to learn more and wanting to grow and wanting to be a leader and influencing other people. And that's definitely something that I got from watching you like but I also, I've always admired that drive that you've had, uh, even when times get super tough, uh, you've always been able to push through and it's a strength that not many people have. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a firsthand up close watch of you struggling, uh, you know, especially when we were going through rough things and, you know, family stuff or whatever, and, but you've always been able to push through and still continue to make uh the necessary things happen that need to happen so uh, that's definitely something i've admired (laughs) i do my best what is it what is it that you do to balance education and family well i think one of the big pluses for me was is so as i was learning teaching strategies in my master's program i came home and did it in homeschool i said so i got the practice at home uh, like people used to say in the day, y'all were my guinea pigs for my <laughs> academic stance. But I, I started noticing some of our children had behavior. And so I ended up taking uh, special education because I was, you know, thinking back then one of our kids might have autism. Um, you, you know which child because you were the only one that could help me calm the child. And as I learned strategies, I was teaching them to you all. And I think that's what made it easier. And when I was in classes, um, if I had a little one that wanted to be around me, they were in my lap. I was bouncing the bouncer with my foot. I was, I'm not a person that taught myself that I need silence to learn in. Actually, I need a lot of noise around me to do my best. And I think, I think that's how I found the balance is because I needed it. I, I needed, I needed the noise. The only problem was, is when I was going to have a big test and that's when everybody started acting up and I was like, Oh my goodness, come on, please let me study. And, um, but I always also had kind of a, a, a low self-esteem that I wasn't going to make it like 
oh, I'm not going to do good on this test. And I, and that's, I have a certain spot of me that has the low self-esteem. I just didn't show that to you all. That's where your dad came in. He'd be like, yeah, you know, come on, you got this. What are you talking about? You got a hundred last time. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't always come that easy. And so, um, yeah, what, what's his nickname that he gave you? <sighs> the brain. Oh yeah. The brain. <laughs> yeah. We used to watch Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that is a really cute uh, cartoon <laughs> animation. Let me use the correct terminology. Yeah, no, I haven't. Um, uh, I don't think I've ever actually watched it. I remember some of it, but not really. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be us when we were younger. I wouldn't say that's us now, but when we were younger, he was Pinky, I was the Brain, and we were just trying to just keep going and, and keep going and, again, keep going. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me um, that they they appreciated the the fact that I finished school and I went back to teach, and and they used me as oh if she could do it with all those kids and I can do it and so I think that helps me balance too like right now I feel really unbalanced because I'm I'm kind of starting something new a podcast with my husband, which I've always wanted to work with my husband and my children. And so, I mean, we had, you know, tamale, tamales back in the day. I tried that and a lot of my children didn't jump on board on that one. But I think we got a better shot this round of really our family being together, even though we're so far apart. And so I have that hope right now. And I think that's a lot of where my drive comes to is, is everything that I do, I want it to bleed into the family, to my husband, to my children. Um, to anybody I talk to or come in contact with. Yeah. Um, I did want to go back to that, that, what you said about when people uh, like give excuses or, you know, they say that they can't do things. And that's something that I always tell people uh, when I talk about you to like coworkers or just friends in general, that, you know, my mom has 19 kids and She's gone to school. She's got a master's degree. She's been a professor at the university. I've watched, you know, like I said, I've watched your whole career, you know, up to this point. And so I always tell people that you don't have an excuse. If she can do all of that, then you don't have an excuse. You, it, that's really goes back to like what I said in a previous episode of us holding ourselves back by, you know, by making those excuses instead of you know, taking the steps to get to where we want to be at. And that's definitely something I learned from you. Well, I think, I think the only part in my life that has kind of held me back some in, in decision-making is, you know, that my husband deals with uh, me mental health issues. He, he gets depressed sometimes. And so um, I, that's the only time that I will back up from whatever, I'm running for is because if he's not doing well, then we're not doing well because me and him are one and we've been together almost 31 years in August. It'll be 31 years. And it's, it's a lot of work when you try to go and balance life. And, and I did a human library, which you'd have to Google that to find out about it. And I just got invited again. Yes. September. I get to do it in person. I'm excited, but you got to Google that and find out what a, human library book is. I'm a human library book. It'll be my second time. But I had somebody ask me that, like they said they had a husband that had uh, been in the military and was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And she's trying to go to college and everything seems so negative. And she's like, how, how did you do that? How did you go through that? 
And I told her, and I kept in touch with her for a while, but I, I told her, you know, you got to have somebody in the background that supports you. You've got to. And so my support line for the longest time has always come from God. Like he's in my loneliest, darkest moments. I always have somebody to go to. And I know everybody doesn't have, have that or have that belief, but for me, that's what's worked. And, um, I just, I've been so blessed. It's, it's a blessing. It, it truly is to have, um, 19 children. It's, we've joked around a lot of times about making our own soap opera. Like it's just, there's an adventure every week, if yeah. not every day. <laughs> at least this way uh, with us communicating like this and doing a podcast, we can at least share stories for now and maybe eventually lead to that, uh, you know, in a film form of like somebody actually acting it out, which is something that I would definitely love to do. And I'm actually, you know, working on some stuff, you know, every time I'm at work, I'm, I'm writing down ideas or, or something will pop in my head and I just have to like stop and like record it real quick. I don't want to get in trouble either because <laughs> we're not, you know, <laughs> I try to do it when I'm on break and stuff, but you know, like sometimes I just need it in the moment because that's like where my creative space is at. Like when I'm busy doing things, like I, I just have ideas pop in my head and I have to like, I got to do this right now. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you get that a lot from me because I'm like that. Like if I forget what I'm, what I was going to say or what I was going to do, it's gone. It's gone. So, um, definitely note taking is needed. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could include in that I actually got a GD cause a lot of people think, ah, oh, I never finished high school, but I got a GD and mm -hmm. So when I when I first was gonna go to school, I was I was in a place called Healy Murphy, and they took in uh, young teenagers that were pregnant or dropped out of school, which I was both because I was 15 at that time, and I was working through the stuff so fast. They told me it'd be better for me to get my GD, so I didn't even have to take courses at the time, and all I had finished at uh, the school I was at was uh, the middle of ninth grade. Um, I dropped out in the middle of ninth grade. So I pursued my GD, which didn't take long, and I got it. And then I was in, uh, I started college at 21. Um, and so I have so much college experience, whether as a student or um, being, a, you know, a, the professor in the school, that I'm able to help so many that are coming in the college atmosphere. And I really have enjoyed doing that. Like I, I was in special ed in the public schools three years, ran a behavior unit. Um, and I'm a real people person. So everywhere I've gone, I get along with the people I work with almost all the time. But um, I think that when, when we're thinking about continuing our drive in life and are we taking the right roads, we really have to sit back. I've learned since I've been out of work for a little bit, um, for personal reasons, of course, is, is that you miss a lot when you're not at home often enough. And so we have to balance out that time of who am I really? Um, I know I've heard you talk about that in, in a previous episode, you know, you have to really analyze your life. And I've enjoyed being at home because we've homeschooled for almost 20 years now. And I, I miss a lot of just the easy fun stuff. And I've gotten to enjoy that since I've been home for a little bit. Um, and it's amazing to see how each one of our children is, is, uh, is different in their own ways, but they come from the same two parents. So it's, it's amazing to see how things work and just education in general. 
I think that's one of the things that kind of bugs me about having to work a lot, you know, during the week. Um, I mean, I am home in the evening times and on the weekends, but I guess because I was like that for so long where I was just home with everybody and we did things together, we went out together, uh, you know, the time there was time spent away from each other, but not as much as it is now. And so that's one of the things that I struggle with, which is also part of my drive to get to a point where I don't have to be working a nine to five job and, you know, I can do the spend more time with my family while also, you know, working. And this is one of those avenues that I feel like can lead to that if I you know, do it the right way and, you know, get involved, you know, with events or things like that, or like doing speaking and stuff like that. I, I feel like that's somewhere that I will end up eventually down the road. And and I think if things hadn't been when you were a child, I think I know everything happens the way it does in the order it happens for a reason. So I'm not saying that, oh, I wish I could go back and change anything because I don't. I, I love my life. I love my husband. I love my children. There's nothing I can complain about concerning that. But a lot of the reason we hadn't done this to this point, and you know this for sure, is is we needed everybody to be mentally ready for what can come behind this. And uh, I see this branching off into many family, siblings, all those different um, areas where we're going to come together and we're going to drive each other. Because I think I push y'all sometimes to help push that drive. And I know your dad does. And so we come at y'all in different ways and and give you the support you need. And then we support you even more, like, you know, jumping on here with you or you know, sharing it with others and, and things of that sort. And that's what a family should do. A family should be be there. Parents should be the backbone to their children. Um, but there are limits because, I mean, especially for us, because we still, we tell people we only have 10 left and people are like 10. And we're like, yeah, you don't know how full our house was before. And, you know, we've got grandchildren now and everything. So to give them the same drive that y'all have been given, is something that, you know, and understanding our family line is something both your dad and I are pushing for and doing it together. And I think when you have that person, that one person that can support you and you can support them, uh, I mean, there's just nothing that can stop you. Like, you you can keep going. That drive is going to continue to push and push and push you until you get to where you want to be. But we're never going to be comfortable where we're, we're at. We're always going to want a little further. And it's not about the money for me. Um, I, I like my bills to be paid, you know, things like that. But for me, the money has never been my focus. Yeah, that's that's a I mean, that's pretty much the whole idea of this podcast to begin with is that we're not there yet. And I believe we won't be there until, you know, the next life. Definitely. It's not it's. You know, we do want to reach a goal in our lives. We do want to see the changes but our focus does have to be on that, like, why are you doing it? Because if you're doing it for money, you know, it's not really, what do you gain from that? You know, you can get all the money in the world and still feel lonely or not be happy. And for me, the things that I do is, like you were saying, it's because I want to help other people. I've seen how it affects other people when you're positive towards them. 
and when you actually get to know people and that's that's one of the things that i feel like in our society today that a lot of people don't do as much anymore because there's social media and because you can sit behind a keyboard and say you have friends but what do you really know about your friends what do you really know about the people around you uh, that's an that's another thing entirely because we you know we act certain ways with different people so this you know this set of people knows me like this and this set of people knows me like that but you know ultimately you're the same person all around but you're interacting off of how they are with you and that makes a big difference and so you have to learn that in order to be around those people and that's I guess that's the biggest thing that I love about having such a big family is because there's so many of us and each person is different and you can pick so many different things from each person. Uh, I learn from even the youngest ones and that's, you know, just watching their character and how they learn and the things that, I don't know, just learning from their personality. I, I could I could name a certain one or whatever, but I won't right now because yeah. there's so many. But well, I and I could say that you know I was telling um, one of our guests, one of your sisters, uh, the same that you know that that I was proud of how they were as a parent, just like I am of you. I'm I'm very proud of you and all the accomplishments and and how far you've come. And I've enjoyed doing so many things with you over the years, like taking you um, to to the to work places with me so you could see what it's like their school really what I was doing was instilling in y'all there's an academic world out there that you could get into if you wanted to or or something else I wanted you to see what things were out there but I, I was telling her you know that kids reflect who's their caregiver they're a reflection of who's taking care of them and in and if if your child doesn't look too happy all the time then then it's a good question like do I look happy um, am I am I causing my children to have that sad face all the time? I had one of our daughters that still lives here. She told me one time, you never smile anymore. And I was having a really hard time. I don't remember what the time was, but I was having a really hard time. So sometimes we got to take a look and listen and really evaluate ourselves. Are we really happy where we're at? Then that's how we're going to be a positive role model for somebody else. And the drive there is really taking the time to go back and, hey, you know, what have I been doing all this time? Or like I'd go to my husband or he'd come to me and we will ask each other, you know, what do you think? Am I doing all right? Do, do I need to change something? And that's just us analyzing us. We shouldn't have people come say, Hey, you're like this, you know? <laughs> so we should be able to see in ourselves by the people around us, how we're reflected. And, um, most people wouldn't know the, the mean side of me because they haven't seen it. Now, my children, you know, children are children. You have to get after your children. Sometimes they see a whole new side of you. But I am pretty much who I am everywhere I go. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to live two, two lives. You should be comfortable in the life you're in. And if you're not, why aren't you? That's something exactly. you should look at for your drive is if you're not happy where you're at, then there's something going on in you not because of somebody else. It's a drive you have to find inside of your, yourself. And so uh, I think that's a good way to come down to that. Yeah. What advice would you give to people that want to be, to go into the education field? Just be ready and know it's a lot of work and 
it's always changing. So you have to learn the new things that are going on with the new generations. Um, what I taught y'all when y'all were small isn't the same way I teach the kids here now because you didn't need as much computer time when you were young like they do now because everything is computer aged. And so you just have to make sure you're yeah. paying attention to what's, uh, what's going on in your times. You can't just get your degree and then just move on and not, you're always going to be learning. And so I am, I'm an all the time learner. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, and I've noticed that a lot of people, you know, that learn things a certain way, they have a hard time, you know, moving with the times because they they're stuck in that. But sometimes we got to get out of that and learn new things. And that's another thing too, as a teacher or, you know, somebody that's a leader or whatever it is, you also still have to be teachable because the only way for us to be able to teach is by learning. And if you're not teachable, then you're not going to be able to teach properly. So that's, that's another thing too. And I, and I agree uh, with that. Um, I do know that um, sometimes it's hard to, to keep up, um, but it's necessary, uh, especially if you really enjoy what you do and you want to help those around you in whatever you're doing. And so it's, it's always good to learn the new things I, I took on. I, I definitely am not a gamer. Uh, Words <laughs> with friends is fun for me. But I have learned how to make a game. I have learned how to, I've taken courses, workshops, tons of them. I took like 30 in the last two years just to get myself to a point where I can reach all types of students. And so um, it's important to really care about in any profession. It doesn't even have to be education. It, it could be whatever your field is you want to go into. You need to keep studying for the new, new and better ways like, you know, like Zooms and Teams and Flipgrids. And like, I could go through this long list of, of technology. When I started college, I hadn't even had a computer. So I've come a long way and, and I have a lot more to learn. And that's just what it comes down to is there's always more to learn, always. And if you're not open to that, then education definitely isn't the field you want to go into. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have to say just from what you've studied and going to classes with you and like your own classes, learning from what you've taught, uh, it's helped me to be a better judge of character and to look at other people's perspective, because ultimately like in the study of behavior and you're pretty much studying the mind of someone else and how they interact and and what they're thinking for certain things and so it helps when you're interacting with other people just in general to know or to just be watching how they react to certain things so that way you can do better while you know when you're around them i don't i don't know if there's a lot of people out there who think that way but it's always good to study the people around you because sometimes we just interact with people and it's just like hey whatever you know uh, hey how you doing but everybody has a story everybody has something special about them everybody has something definitely. you know just in general and so like that's that's definitely a thing that we can all learn to do better is to learn other people 
And I, and I think COVID showed that really well, especially in the, the education world, because we had to go from face-to-face -face course teaching straight into online. Now, I had already been studying a little because the college I worked for was not an online college at that time. So a lot mm -hmm. of people fumbled, but I had already started playing around with it with permission um, a year before that. So I had a little in-depth how to do that switch. But even the, I was a teaching specialist where I was watching future teachers go to the campuses and now we had to change into Zoom and so many people couldn't do that flip. And so there's been so much change. And I saw a picture recently where they said, okay, now that we're back face to face, wear the clothes you did in front of the computer. And it showed a bunch of people in pajamas on their bottoms and their <laughs> nice dressy shirts, you know, for that. And I think that's happened across the line. And maybe that was an eye opener to a lot of business owners or people that are managing that you got to reach the needs of the people you have, because you know what, I'm not working right now, but I would be your best employee. You know, that's, that's the attitude I have is if you give me that chance, I could run your company. I could do this because I'm going to put everything, every percent of me into that, that doesn't go into my home life. And so, but whatever I go into must collide with what I'm doing at home if I want to get the best benefits. Like if I want to be able to see my kids. So education was a good place for me to go because we homeschool. That helps my homeschooling, knowing what they need to know to get into college, not what is put just in the public schools. And knowing that socio-emotional needs to be there. We need to communicate. We need to talk. Um, you need to know you can trust me no matter what. And that's how people should look at things is, is it's a whole new world with everything we've gone through just in the last couple of years, presidential changes, government changes, you know, just being there for pe people, no matter what, just taking the yeah. time to understand them. Well, that's definitely something that I've learned from you and that I try to apply in my life, just, you know, interacting with people we shouldn't always think about what we get out of relationships but what we can give um i i don't want to misquote but i'm pretty sure it's jfk is the one that said uh, ask not what your country can do for you instead ask what you can do for your country and that's something that i think about every day is i'm a citizen of the United States of America, and how can I best serve this country? Because it doesn't matter what nationality you are, it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're whatever, we're all part of this country and we all have a part to play. Now the thing is, are you willing, am I willing to take that step and to do that, to to give everybody the best parts of ourselves and to make a positive difference, in, not just in our own personal life, but around the world in general, to make something that everybody can look to as a positive thing that will influence their life to make those changes as well. Because if we're doing that, then you'll start to see. Like, there's there's things right now that I've been able to see just from helping people and then watching them help other people. And, you know, and it doesn't stop there. You, you keep going, you keep growing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm older now. I don't feel as old as I am. And I definitely don't look as old as I am. I'm not giving away my age right now, but um, 
it it's amazing to watch the changes over time and when you have a lot of life behind you and you have still that other half of life to look forward to lord willing then i, I just think about geez where i'm at now where could i be double my age from now and all the memories i'd have all the down the line are they going to be positive or negative and i want yeah. i want my life to be a standing positive even in the hardest times because just because times are hard doesn't mean you have to fall into those hard spots you can get up and you can keep going it's okay there's a time and purpose for everything under heaven there's a time mm -hmm. to weep a time to to mourn, you know, a time to be joyful, a time to listen, you know, you just, you have to be a good listener to understand the person you're communicating with. And it just, I have professors that I still talk to from when I was in college because I was that quiet student in the classroom that was different, but I always talk to my instructors. One of my, one of my mentors is still in contact with me from, from my masters. And she's, I mean, she's helped me a lot over time. See, a different side of life because mm -hmm. we have to see how other people live. And I'd never been around somebody like her in my lifetime. And so as you, as you continue to grow and learn, you get to see why some people are the way they are. And you've got to remember there's a background, definitely a childhood background has a lot of make and mold to how adults are. Mm -hmm. And so it, that's where you have to look at. And you were talking about behavior in the mind. That's where my doctorate's going to be in. And so I know I'm in education right now. It's not going to be totally different because behavior is everywhere. But that's my view. Is it just, I don't want to just go to a school and do behavior. I want to be yeah. able to, to embrace it everywhere. Everywhere I go yeah. and help everybody I can while I'm here. So and I, I've always found that interesting that, like yourself, people out there want to study the mind of other people and to see why they do the things that they do and why people struggle the way they do with certain things or whatever it is. It's just, it's awesome to know that somebody actually cares about the well-being and the mental health of other people because that's what it comes down to. What are some things that you've got, I guess, coming up that you could share and, and you know, have people looking forward to it? And, you know, because I know you mentioned you did the podcast so if you want to go more in depth into that or the podcast is i'm the co-host with my husband and it's called decro chronicles um you can look for it and find it on spotify or ask my wonderful son here you know for a link and he can hook you up um we are touching base on so many different topics because uh, my husband and i are very different but we're great together and so I am super excited to be doing it with him. And we've had our son as a guest. So if you're following him, go check ours out because he's on there too. Because you can pick and choose what you want to listen to. Some of it's going to cover biblical stuff. Some of it's covering, um, again, our children because we're trying to start introducing our family to the world. We've been asked by tons of people over time, you should have a show. Why don't you get a show? I had a student one time tell me, uh, when I was sharing, because I'd shared my life experiences at home in the classroom. Like, so this has happened and this is why it's good to do this. So students love that I was open and shared my life. And I would get some students telling me, you should do a podcast. I'd pay to listen to you talk. Now, of course, it was never about the money or we would have taken that a long time ago and ran with it. We had lots of offers for people to come interview us, but we didn't want that, pri you know, we wanted our privacy in our life. 
and we've all got to a point at this at this point well at least most of us and the other ones that aren't on board well they better hide <laughs> but we're ready to share our family and and what makes us so special with everyone and so decrow chronicles that's what we're doing is this is just started like what a week ago maybe and there's 10 yeah. episodes already and the one that i'm really excited about the most is is the talk with my husband on depression and today we also interviewed a daughter that has dealt with that and so we're going to have parts to depression parts to our children and siblings what it's like to have so many siblings and 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 eventually we'll break off into education and there's going to be so many different areas that you can look out for but for me i want to start a youtube channel and show you clips of the family my husband's not re quite ready for that but i am so i'll do it with them <laughs> to start and then he'll add in when the time comes and i want you to see actually how we live things we do why we are such a close-knit family a son-in-law of mine told told us once you know your kids are so different because he he had the opportunity to meet them all. He's like, they're all so different. But one thing is, is they all adore you as parents. And so that comes, I think, a lot from the homeschool relationship we would built and from like taking you uh, to school or your other siblings, you know, jobs, whatever I had. I was a server for 15 years. Your sisters got to do a little bit of that with me before I got into education. A lot of them went to school <laughs> with me. Some of the kids were the fir first time in college was when they were a newborn. So like, yes, yep. we just really are a close-knit family. And I love that. And I'm so excited. We finally get to share that with everybody. And we want to know what you want to know about us. And so on our podcast, there's a place you can leave a voice message and ask us, what do you want us to talk about? Do you want to be a part of that conversation? We're happy to bring you in. And it just, it's, it's awesome to me. I'm, I'm so excited. So you'll you'll be seeing a lot more of us in a lot of areas. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that y'all started that. And like I said on y'all's uh, podcast, that you know I'm proud that y'all you know to you know, got that started. And I'm glad that we can do this together as a family and uh, you know have different people on there. Which is actually uh, I guess I, I can announce now that one of my upcoming podcasts, I don't know if it'll be exactly the next one or, you know, soon, but I'm going to be doing um, kind of like an open, opening up about myself, pretty much uh, things that I feel like I can share that I haven't really told a lot of people or maybe just that it's my perspective on how my life is. Because I know everybody that I know has a story about me. Uh, y'all know my character, y'all know the interactions that we all have together, but I want to give my perspective on it and uh, see, you know, what people think uh, about PDJR. So, but, uh, you know, thank you for coming on here and joining us. And I hope that we can do another one soon because we have so much to talk about. And I know that uh, we have so many funny stories that we can share. Uh, and I would love to um, be there for some of the YouTube stuff too. So. You know, there's a lot to look forward to. And uh, for all of our watchers and listeners, please go and listen and subscribe. There, There's a lot of stuff that you can learn through it. Uh, I enjoy personally because it is my parents uh, listening to them, giving wisdom and advice. And because of that, I guess because I've been so close with them my whole life, it's helped me to... Uh, I guess make friends with a lot of people that are older so uh, I get a lot of uh, 
people pouring in wisdom into me because of it. And so I know that at some point when we receive a lot, we also got to give. And so that's why I started this podcast, because I know that there are some things that people haven't heard or that they just do need to hear or be reminded of. And that is what we are here for to share with each other and to help each other grow so once again thank you for joining i I have enjoyed it i mean hey i got time alone with you (laughs) (laughs) i know right we both because we're both so busy (laughs) yeah we're both so busy and then there's so many children it's hard to get individual time with each one and so this is a blessing for me and i know it was for your dad when he, he was on and I just, I just like the fact that we can do this together. It's, you know, a family business we can all enjoy and, and have fun with. What better kind of uh, future opportunity is there than to do something you love to do? And sharing is definitely something I love to do. So, um, and I look forward to seeing many more of, of your conversations. I think there's a couple more planned out that we're gonna do with you and extra guests. Um, it may just be your dad. I don't know. It may be me, but I know that we're gonna we're gonna coincide again with your podcast and our podcast all in one. And so I'm excited about ventures just like that. And so we need to make like a main one that's called like the Delion Clan or something, and yeah. just have all of our stuff in it. Definitely, because <laughs> watch out, we're coming. We're coming strong. The the drive I have and the drive my my husband and my son have, you'll see a lot coming out among all of our children. So yeah, it's in the works and it's doing a lot of positive in our lives. So uh, we appreciate all of your support and all of you watching and we love to have the interaction. So leave us comments, like it, share it, uh, get this message out there so we can influence as many people as possible. Definitely. Thank you so much for inviting me on here and I love you. I love you too. It's been my pleasure to, you know, have you as a guest on here. So right. well, I know we both right. got families to get back to, so enjoy <laughs> the rest of your day. All right. And, uh, and I'll talk to you later. All right.